Good morning, and welcome to Monday Mornings with Maddie and Morgan. I'm Maddie, and I'm Morgan. And we're still together. And we're still together. (laughs) (laughs) As in, we're recording two episodes today. We haven't been together for a whole week. (laughs) Yeah, so I already know how you are. (laughs) Yeah, it's still good. (laughs) Still good, too. My toes are still cold. Oh, no. (laughs) That's nothing new, though. It's true. Guys... Maddie doesn't know what I'm going to talk about today. I've kept it a surprise the whole time. I have no clue. You're gonna. I'm gonna let you guess a couple times to start. Oh, do I have to guess without like any clues? You can guess once, and then I'll give you a clue. Okay. You can guess um, to do with potatoes. Uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> does it do carrots? Oh, carrots. Are you covering carrots? Nope. <laughs> Rabbits? Nope. <laughs> this week, I'm talking about the world of giant vegetable competition. Yes. <laughs> Can we talk about the little British man who yeah. has the giant onion? That's Peter Glazebrook. Yeah. I'm going to talk all about him. Oh my god, this is the best day of my life. I knew you would love it. That's why I was like, I can't tell you because it's going to be so much better if we wait. I can't wait. Even, so, listeners, I have a carrot shirt on. That's why I guess my, carrots. One of my hints. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a quick little big pumpkin story. Sure, let's hear it. Um, I probably have a picture of it somewhere on my phone, but my phone's charging over there, so we're going to leave it. Um, one time when I brought, not I didn't bring her because I was like 14, I went with my dad to bring my sister to cheer. I guess one of the people on her cheer team, their family must like submit pumpkins to some contest or something because there's a big pickup truck with a massive pumpkin in the back. I love that. I was like, oh my god. That's so cool. <laughs> we like sat outside like waiting for her. I just remember staring out the window at this large pumpkin like, oh whoa. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell you about this. Yes. <laughs> so, like I said, today I'm going to tell you all about the secret world that I uncovered while trying to topic, find a topic for this week's episode. Yes. So, upon stumbling on an article from The Guardian, I found myself falling deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole <laughs> of giant vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I always knew that growing giant veggies was a thing that people did, because I grew up going to county fairs yeah. and that kind of thing. However... <laughs> I had no de- no idea that there was this whole freaking culture surrounding it, and the nucleus of it is the UK. Mm. Interesting. Yep. So figured it was gonna be like Midwest. I know. <laughs> so it's the UK. There's this group in the UK called Giant Veg. Yes. Headed by the Forty family of Cumbran, South mm. Wales. Mike Forty, the patriarch of the family, was the founder of the British National Pumpkin Championships in the 1980s. <sighs> so it started with pumpkins, this whole thing. This is a newer thing. It's as of, like, the 1980s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just remember, like, so many Disney Channel shows and, like, Netflix, yeah. uh, Nickelodeon shows. They would be like, we're going to go to the fair, and there's going to be a chili competition and, like, some giant pumpkins or something. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I'm sure... People like did it, but there wasn't this 
like excitement yeah. revolved around the giant vegetable culture like there is now. <laughs> well, it's just so weird. Like even when you get a big strawberry at the store, you're like, "Wow!" I know, so it's big. amazing. And so, you've seen some pictures of these growers with their yes vegetables. They hold them and look at them like they're their firstborn child. Oh my god! And it's the cutest thing ever. And if you ever are feeling sad, please just look up giant vegetables, and it'll make you instantly happier. <laughs> but yeah, I have a story later that I'll tell you when we're not recording about <laughs> a vegetable. But. <laughs> Anyway, Mike Forty, the patriarch of the Forty family, was the founder of the British National Pumpkin Championships, like mm-hmm. I said, and that was in the 1980s. I think it was actually in 1980. And then from there, a chat with a fellow pub goer in town, George Williams, led to the beginning of the giant vegetable competitions. They started in this local pub called the Mill Tavern oh. <laughs> in Coombran. And over time, the vegetables in the show got bigger and bigger. Well, at this point, it was still pumpkins. Yeah. Bigger and bigger and bigger to the point that they couldn't fit through the doors of the pub. (laughs) So they had to switch venues. (laughs) And well, so keep in mind this, the pumpkins at this time, these giant pumpkins were only about 100 to 200 pounds, which is a lot. Yeah. But now... People grow them like 1,600, 1,800, 2,000 pounds. <laughs> Those poor pumpkins. So compared to the ones that couldn't fit in the pub, <laughs> these are like baby pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> but throughout the years, these shows obviously became a huge success, attracting growers and fans from all over the world. Sadly, in 1996, Mike Forty passed away suddenly. Hmm. And his family took over what they call the Giant Veg Movement. Yes. And they're still considered some of the top growers in the world. And they have won numerous awards. Kevin Forty, one of the sons, is currently the mind behind the mm-hmm. Giant Veg website and the show's social media, which nice. includes a Facebook page with about 5,000 growers that I was lucky enough to be accepted into. <laughs> <laughs> It's a yes. private group. <laughs> and now I'm in it. <laughs> Just gonna infiltrate it from the inside. I did. I may have answered in the questions that I was learning how to grow giant <laughs> vegetables so they would accept me into the group. But... You have to now, otherwise it's a lie. You can't lie to them. No, I'm obviously never leaving the group, so. <laughs> I mean, that's always my question is like, I've, like, grown vegetables and stuff, and a lot of times they come out, and they're just so sad and so small. And, like, you see these vegetables, and I'm like, how on earth? I'm going to tell you. So It's magic. <laughs> it's genetic. <laughs> I know it's GMOs. Reconfiguring of your seeds. Yeah. And cross-pollinating with giant varieties, but we'll get into that later. But, yeah, so I was accepted into this... Um, giant veg private Facebook group with 4,900 other growers. Amazing. And it's the most wholesome thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> it's just, you scroll down, it's just pictures of vegetables. <laughs> I love it so much. And Kevin Forty is the one that runs the Facebook group, and they have an Instagram, and I, they have two websites as well. But, anyway... <laughs> 
These giant vegetable growers in the UK, anyway, don't compete for money. Just for glory. (laughs) (laughs) Just the title. Is that it? Nice. So the giant pumpkin scene in the US is a little bit more lucrative. You can actually make money, like, winning competitions in the US. But in the UK, it's kind of like, there's like an occasional small cash prize here and there, but it's really just their their passions. <laughs> they just do it for the love of growing giant vegetables. I could die. <laughs> and the thing is, you can't even really eat the giant vegetables because they taste like garbage. Oh. <laughs> because they're so big, they get tough and rotten and, quote, who the hell wants to eat a 30-foot carrot? George William asks. It would be as tough as old boots, end quote. (laughs) True. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Thinking about, like, micronutrient, like, compositions and stuff, I feel like it would be mostly water at that point and just, like, fiber. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't know if you've ever had, like, a cucumber that's left out a little Mm. too long. Yeah. Yeah. It's fibery and watery. and Yeah, just like so water and cellulose type Instead of. of eating them, most of the time they're given to local farmers for animal feed or made into chutney, like a yeah. like jam type deal. Makes sense. Yep. <laughs> I was just thinking about like giant like cilantro leaves or something as like garnish. <laughs> giant leaves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so now... I'm going to tell you how to grow giant vegetables. Yes. First, you start with special seeds. Competition growers focus on varieties that naturally grow larger and then kind of cross-pollinate their, like, best vegetables from each year to get the maximum vegetable. (laughs) Yes. Back in 2013, a grower paid $1,600 for a single pumpkin seed. Which is not typical. I was going to say, that's like crazy if they're not making money off of these competitions right. either. Which I think that grower was from the U.S. Okay, it makes more sense. Yeah, but if you go to it's giantvegseeds.com, mm. they have a whole site with all of their best seeds from their best varieties. <laughs> that's crazy. And next you have to have healthy soil. Veggies grow best with the right pH, plenty of organic matter, and rich or aerated soil. Fertilizers. Big vegetables have big appetites, but it's best to provide slow-acting fertilizer for steady growth. Choose the right fertilizer for your vegetable. Which, so I watched a documentary (laughs) today at work (laughs) about this. And they all, every grower has, like, a different secret fertilizer recipe. I love that. So, like, they were interviewing one of the guys, and he was like, and I can't tell you the rest of what's in this, sorry. (laughs) Some of them use tea, some of them use beer. Hmm. There was one guy that used, like, a combination of manure and tea bags and compost. (laughs) Definitely some tea bags and eggshells in there. Yeah. It's a whole, every grower has a different recipe. And most of them put them in, like, poly greenhouses type yeah. things. But some some of the guys do it outside. But those ones tend to obviously be affected by the weather more often. Aminals. Yeah. Well, oh, and in that, um, 
they've gotten pretty creative, like, keeping them structured correctly. Yeah. There was one guy that borrowed somebody's bra to keep his giant cucumber from, like, <laughs> bending the wrong way. Was <laughs> it, so, like, Miss Doubtfire's bra or That's something? That's basically what it looked like. It was, like... A grandma bra holding up this giant cucumber. That's so funny. <laughs> but after fertilizers, it's also important to water deeply and regular regularly, but not over water. Because too much water and the veggie will probably split. Kind of like, yeah. especially with squashes and stuff like that, they can get holes in them. Too little water, and obviously it's not going to grow to its mm. full potential. Compost tea is a great way to introduce... <laughs> Additional nutrients to boost disease resistance and speed growth. Lovely. I did one of... Sorry. <laughs> and in the documentary, there's this guy that... He had some sort of soil disease. So he grafted two of his zucchinis together. Like, the plants together. And it worked! <laughs> Innovation. He was like, none of the other guys do this. Don't show them. <laughs> I love that. And they also, this is something I found really interesting that I did not expect. They hand pollinate all of their vegetables. Oh. So, they only, it's, the purpose is so that they only make baby vegetables with other big vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> so they hand pollinate by gently swabbing the stigma of the female flower with the stamen of the male flower to get the pollen off inside the flower and then (laughs) they do it like as early pretty much as soon as there's flowers yeah available and then they tie a little like string around the flower so the bees can't get in and the lady in the documentary who i believe is the lady that um is the narrator for great british bake-off yes she called it the little string tied around the flower, referred to it as the chastity belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's it so was funny. Pure gold. <laughs> okay, so I have a quick anecdote about um, manually um, pollinating your plants. <laughs> yes. In third grade, we were learning about like genetics in plants mm-hmm. and like cross pollinating and all that, mm-hmm. and we all got our own little plant and our own little dead bee. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's so weird. Our little dead bee was on a stick. <laughs> and we would Could rub it on our flower swab. <laughs> oh my god. I, know. I hated it so much I wanted to opt out of it. I was like, I don't want to touch a dead bee. <laughs> Who does? I love bees and I don't want to touch a dead bee. Well, and then you're like rubbing this like dead bee on a stick on your flower and then somebody else's flower and there was like a once a day thing you went over and you had to like water your little flower and pollinate them and all this stuff and it was like sometimes your bee like wouldn't collect enough pollen and... I don't understand why you can just use a cotton swab. <laughs> Like everybody else. <laughs> Instead of dead bees on a stick. <laughs> they weren't endangered at the time. I'm 100% gonna draw a picture of this later because now it's in my head. <laughs> Me with a bee on a stick. I'll have to, I'll talk to Elena about it because she was in my third grade class and I'll have to like see if she remembered this because it was weird. 
Incredible. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so pollinate your flowers early and first thing in the morning to beat the bees. <laughs> and not with dead and bees. And not with stick. dead bees. <laughs> just with cotton swabs. <laughs> or they just rub the flowers together. So that works too. It's also important to sow your seeds early. So start them indoors or in a heated greenhouse, which gives them more time to mature. Um, competition growers also used raised beds and like special containers to accommodate larger and larger and longer roots, which we kind of talked about with the broth thing and like <laughs> the structures that they build for their vegetables. Oh yeah. It's also important to thin the fruit. So Less fruit equals less competition for the nutrients in the soil. Makes sense. So you pretty much just keep a couple of the biggest, healthiest ones and then get rid of the other ones. Yeah. To give them the best chance of growing into monster vegetables. The big guys. Pest control is also important. Mm. So use natural garden pest control to keep any tiny invaders away. Because you don't want to stunt the growth, obviously. So you want to keep any toxic chemicals away from the veggies. And finally, the most important, patience. Aww. <laughs> Even if you do everything right, giant vegetables take time to grow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. So now, I'm going to tell you about the A-list celebrities of giant vegetable growing in the UK. Yes. First, we have Kevin Forty, which we talked who we talked about before. He ha- holds the, currently holds the record for the heaviest beetroot, which hmm. heaviest beet, which was fifty two pounds fourteen ounces. That's gotta just taste like straight up dirt because beets already taste almost like dirt. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Peter Glazebrook, who became this meme kind of with the giant onion. He holds the world records for onion, potato, and cauliflower. The largest, or the longest beetroot, the longest parsnip, the heaviest onion, the heaviest potato, and the heaviest cauliflower. (laughs) And the longest leek. I wish I was the heaviest potato. He's a champion. (laughs) Clearly. I love him. Oh, I also forgot to mention that. So, like, a lot of the vegetable competitions in the U.S., you also get judged on, like, how nice it looks. Yeah. In the U.K., it's solely based on the weight. Oh. (laughs) So, one of these guys, Phil, in the documentary, he had this, like, giant pumpkin. It was so light. And he was like, what the hell? Oh, no! (laughs) Was it just, like, dead and hollow on the inside? Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't realize it. But, anyway... Phil Vowles is that guy. He doesn't currently hold any world records, but he has previously. Ian Neal holds the record for the heaviest bell pepper at 1 pound, 10 ounces. That's a big freaking pepper. Yeah. The heaviest eggplant at 6 pounds, 11 ounces. Mm. The longest cucumber at 42.1 inches. That's, (laughs) like, almost as tall as, like, us. Yeah. (laughs) And the heaviest swede, which is a rutabaga, hmm. but they have some different names for yeah. vegetables. And that's 119 pounds. Oof. So he set this record for the world's largest rutabaga in 2011. And 
This is going to take a turn that you're not expecting. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg made a YouTube video in response to him <laughs> winning the, getting the world record for this largest rutabaga, or heaviest <laughs> rutabaga. And he said, I'm going to be in Cardiff, Wales. For a concert, I have two tickets for you. I want to meet you backstage so you can show me how to... I do some gardening of my own and I'd like some tips. And the whole background is like weed leaves. He's <laughs> like, I want the biggest weed nug around. So they did meet. Ian did not accept the tickets because he did not want to see Snoop Dogg. But he went to the VIP thing and met him. Uh, I was going to say, did he so, bring his rutabaga? <laughs> he should have. Oh my gosh. Somebody's like, there's a picture of him holding this rutabaga and... It's 119 pounds, and he's like a small, little, older gentleman. I'm like, how are you carrying that? And he just, like, is holding it up. Morgan, you gotta remember, he farms big veggies as a job. He definitely hits the gym. He also, well, they, he is in the documentary, they show his whole morning stretching routine before he goes out to the garden, so. But, anyway, so he did meet up with Snoop Dogg. Ooh. Oh, he's also famous for his fun vegetable-themed shirts that he wears to competition. Ooh. Those are beautiful. He showed us this whole closet of them in the video. Love that. And he smoked a joint with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and in the video, he the quote was, He offered me a weed. <laughs> and I don't smoke. But it's Snoop Dogg, so I had to. <laughs> he offered me a weed. It was so cute. But anyway, so yeah, now they're pals. I love that. He was like, I probably wouldn't pay to see him in concert. <laughs> in the Snoop most Dogg in his way. wholesome other like elderly adult relationships. made me so happy. I was like, of course Snoop Dogg's involved in this. <laughs> I will have to show you this video when we're done recording, but... Yes, please. And now, to wrap things up, I'm going to tell you the world records for largest vegetables. Yes. We already said this one, but I'm going to say it again. Beets. The world record is 51 pounds, 9.4 ounces. Still not okay with it. <laughs> which is the equivalent about seven of about 70 regular beets. <laughs> <laughs> The longest beetroot was 23 feet, 7.9 inches, <laughs> which, so that includes the root part. It's just like wiggling on forever. Yeah. But wasn't, isn't that shocking? Yes. <laughs> this is longer than the average great white, great white shark. <laughs> cabbage. The world's heaviest cabbage clocked in at 138.2 pounds. Oh, wow. About the same size as the average orangutan and about 35 regular cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> the heaviest ever pumpkin was an unbelievable 2,323 pounds. Oh, jeez. Grown by Switzerland's Benny Meyer. Hmm. This is heavier than a polar bear and the equivalent of about 128 regular pumpkins. Oh, wow. Carrot. The world record for the largest carrot stands at about 20 pounds, mm. and that one was grown by Peter Glazebrook. About the same as 60 normal carrots and heavier than a bowling ball. <laughs> the marrow, which is a zucchini, mm. 
Um, the world record is 206 pounds. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. That's a big guy. Yep. Grown by Bradley Wurstein from Holland. This is about the same weight as 206 zucchinis. Wow. Parsnip, the world record is, <laughs> for length, was 19 feet 2 inches. Wow. Yep. About the same height as a giraffe. The heaviest ever leak was 21.5 pounds. <laughs> the heaviest potato weighed 10 pounds, 14 ounces. I love him. <laughs> Heavier than the average domestic cat. <laughs> I was going to say, about a baby or more. Yeah. <laughs> the wor- runner bean, which is just a green bean. <laughs> Harry Hurley grew a bean that was a whopping one meter 30 centimeters, so 4 feet 3 inches long in 1997, which is about the height of an average 9-year-old child (laughs) for one bean. I was going to say a foot shorter than us. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So clearly this movement, the giant veg movement, has expanded all over the world. This is amazing. And... Something, another fun fact that I found that I thought was interesting and I never really thought about it, but Alaska has a big culture of giant vegetable growers because in the summer it's late all day long. Oh, yes. And all night. So they get a lot of daylight so you can grow giant vegetables. That's crazy. So they don't have a super long growing season, but they have a ton of light during, during the summer. But I just thought that was interesting. And I will put up so many pictures and so many videos. Yes. Links to videos so you guys can all watch this because it really warmed my heart. And whenever you feel sad, just make sure to look up giant vegetables and you'll never go wrong. (laughs) And that's really all I have. Like, there isn't a time you can't go that deep into this. Yeah. I mean, you can if you want to get into, like, the science of the gardening, but Mm. that's not what we're here for, so. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I love that. I knew you would like that. Oh, that's why I didn't want to tell you. I was like, we have to keep it a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) That's so exciting. Oh, my God. I can't wait for my face to be on a random vegetable for the episode picture. Yes. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> or you will be the vegetable. I can't wait. <laughs> so excited. Uh, stay tuned next Monday and every Monday for new episodes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. We're on Instagram at Monday Mornings Pod, on Twitter at Monday Mornings P, and we have a Facebook page. If you have questions or topics that you'd like to have covered in a future episode, you can email us at mondaymorningspod at gmail.com, and you can also DM us on any platform. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. And as always, start your Monday mornings the right way with Maddie and Morgan. Bye! Bye! Go grow some vegetables. Gonna go eat some Chipotle now. That too. (laughs)